0: Hello and welcome to a mini episode of the Mother Good Podcast. We're going to do a few of these uh, with our current guests just to talk about some topics more briefly and also that you can just listen to them if you're doing something quickly like running errands or taking a quick work break or just taking a quick break throughout your day. So we're hoping that you'll be able to reference these shorter episodes because they're more practical with a lot of practical tips. Uh, This particular series is on pelvic floor, which I'm really excited to share with you. And so I'm making them shorter so that you can replay them and actually like practice along with these episodes if it's an episode that has more hands-on type of activity and that's something that you can practice with. So today we have with us Dr. Betsy Caldwell. She has a doctorate of physical therapy and she specializes in pelvic floor and women's health. And it's kind of funny because I just actually met Dr. Betsy for the first time a few months ago that I started or helped start a women's group at my local church. And I had no idea that that was her specialty or what she did for a living. And then once I found out, you know, I tried to play it cool for a few times, like, okay, I don't want her to think I'm crazy. Even even if I am crazy, like I don't I want to start talking about, you know, women's body parts right off the bat like I have to get to know her first even though I'm super passionate about the pelvic floor. So anyway, I think the cat's out of the bag and Betsy knows knows this by now about me, but the good news is that she's super passionate about it as well. So our first topic in this mini series is going to be why every mom should see a pelvic floor physical therapist postpartum. And as many of you know if you've been listening to this podcast uh, for I'm for a while now that I'm super passionate about this. And so Betsy, why do you believe that every mom should see a pelvic floor physical therapist postpartum?
1: Good question, Emily. Um so our profession is really starting to try to get all women to see a pelvic floor PT postpartum because we're recognizing that there's just a big disconnect between what OBGYN and midwives are giving their patients so that they can Rehab and heal postpartum, there's not much focus on that, what we call the fourth trimester, that healing part of postpartum. So we've recognized that at that six week follow up, you know, OBGYNs, they're assessing your uterus, they're making sure it's shrunk, it's back in position. They are checking if you had stitches, whether they're perineal stitches or if you had a cesarean birth, but they're really not doing. The testing that a physical therapist does to help a mom feel her strongest and to feel her healthiest postpartum. We're also starting to realize that when women kind of ignore these pelvic floor and abdominal symptoms that can come from pregnancy and postpartum, that they are getting worse once they Have consecutive um, pregnancies, or even into that menopause stage of life. So we're trying to nip these problems in the bud and get women the help they need sooner. So this is one of that's kind of the big reason that we want women to see a pelvic floor PT. And there's two big points. So not many women realize, first of all, that during pregnancy our posture completely changes, and this changes. The length and strength of our muscles from head to toe, it changes the way we breathe, Emily. It's crazy. And it um, even changes the way that we connect with our deep core muscles. And then postpartum, you know, our posture and our breathing pattern and our deep core stability, it doesn't just snap right back to normal. Um, that's something that as a pelvic floor PT, we can assess all of these things and we can give you an individualized treatment plan so that if you are having leaking, if you are having pelvic pain or low back pain, or if you want to get back to, um, CrossFit or running, or even just being able to lift your baby efficiently without pain or leaking, that's something that we can help you with.
0: I remember at my six-week checkup that I was just examined by a physician assistant. And even though I was having a lot of issues and a lot of pain, and I was in a lot of pain, and I was trying to explain it to the physician assistant, she just checked my stitches, glanced at me. Well, I felt like she was glancing at me because she wasn't examining the parts of my body that were hurting. And then she's like, okay, yeah, you're clear for exercise and, and sex. And that's basically all she said. But as you were saying that, you know, if you don't take care of it, and OBGYNs really aren't, that's not their job to actually look for pelvic floor issues that they, it's not even within the scope of, of what they treat. So they don't, they don't know how to do that, that um, it can lead to more issues. So what about the mom who heals well and doesn't have any pain leaking or other dysfunction? Should she still seek out a pelvic floor physical therapist?
1: Yes, I think that she should. In fact, I've had patients, they recommended all of their friends and family to me by the time I see them. So oftentimes I get women who come in to see me, they're like, well, gosh, should I be feeling pain? Should I be leaking? And I'm like, no, you know, this is common, but not every woman has that. But upon evaluation, Emily, I'm still seeing that there might be some pelvic floor um, hypertonia where the muscles are tight at rest. That can be a um, sign that maybe she'll have symptoms down the road. Or she's still in that pregnancy posture where she's really not finding that optimal posture postpartum. So there's a lot that we work on. We work on abdominal strengthening. We work on being able to lengthen and release the pelvic floor muscles. And we get her on that individualized treatment plan um, so that she doesn't have pain and dysfunction down the road. And oftentimes when I do sit down and I do start asking all of my questions and you won't, you can't even believe how many questions I ask. I mean, we go th- everything through bladder habits. How many times are you going to the bathroom throughout the day? What are you drinking? What's your nutrition look like? How are your bowel movements? Um, What are you experiencing during intercourse? And we actually end up finding that there are some impairments, and it's usually something that the mother has brushed off because she thought that it was just normal to have these um, symptoms. And also sometimes the OBGYN tells that – Women that those symptoms are just going to go away on their own. I think I can't remember did your oh, did your nurse practitioner say that it was just going to get better on its own? I can't remember if that was part of your story.
0: Uh, not for me, for the particular issue that I had, but I have heard that for, I think it's diastasis recti. If I'm saying it that way, I've heard that from a lot of friends that they were just told that it goes away. Am, am I saying that right?
1: Yeah. There's several different ways. You can say diastasis rectus, diastasis recti, diastasis. And I usually just call it DRA, diastasis recti.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, the DRA I've heard from so many friends that their doctors just say, yep, it'll just go away by itself. And, I can't remember if I was told that, but I I definitely know that that's the norm that people are told.
1: Yes, so exactly. So oftentimes they are told this by their healthcare practitioners or even from family and friends. And that is why we like to see them anyways, because like I said, oftentimes they are struggling with something that they just didn't even think to speak up about. So that is um, why we like to see them anyways.
0: And one thing that I love that the country of France does, and I'm not sure if any other countries do this, is that they actually give a prescription for all moms who have had a baby, regardless of if it's vaginal birth or C-section, they just automatically give a prescription to go see a physical therapist for pelvic floor as a standard of care. And for those of you listening who are familiar with what a standard of care is, that just means that they do that literally with every single patient. So, you know, you have a baby no matter how you have the baby if it's vaginal or c-section they give a prescription and say here go see a public floor physical therapist for 10 sessions you know and then if you end up not having anything or it resolves after those 10 sessions then great but if you need more then they'll they'll write those those more sessions so i just think that that's amazing so how about uh, pregnant mamas are there any benefits of a public floor physical therapist during pregnancy yes
1: um, we also would love for every pregnant mama to see us. We know that, you know, public core PTs were not everywhere yet, but they were definitely in every state. I've even heard of women, you know, traveling several hours just to have that one visit. But there is a lot that we can address. So, common misconceptions during pregnancy is that you have to deal with. You know, the incontinence, the low back pain, hip pain, um, sciatica, these symptoms, if we address them during pregnancy, chances are you're not going to have to deal with them postpartum. Um, We can also help women, many women don't know this, but we can help you prepare for your labor and delivery. We can teach you how to lengthen and release your pelvic floor muscles, how to breathe appropriately to decrease pressure On that pelvic floor to help decrease uh, chances of tearing or the decreased need for an episiotomy or forceps delivery, how to bulge those muscles appropriately when you're doing active pushing. And we also review different um, positions that we want moms to try to deliver in rather than just going to the go-to, you know, on your back position There's a lot of research that um, laying on your side is a good position to birth in, to be in a deep squat or on hands and knees. So there's a lot of options there that not many women know about. We go through that and we'll even give you a six week game plan. So things that you can start doing day one postpartum before you see your OBGYN or midwife. Now, we're not going to be giving you like an exercise protocol because we still want you to rest and heal do give you, you know, we'll teach you how to start doing diaphragmatic breathing and gentle pelvic floor and core contractions, things that you can do just to start working on that re-coordination and starting to feel more like yourself again. So those are some of the reasons why we like to see patients during pregnancy. And as far as when we like to see them, we do not do pelvic floor internal examinations on pregnant moms during that first trimester, just because there's, you know, a big chance, there's a bigger chance of miscarriage during the first trimester. Not that a pelvic exam has any risk factor of miscarriage. You know, you're you're allowed to have intercourse throughout pregnancy and intercourse is a lot more going on during intercourse than there is during a pelvic floor PTs exam where we're just gently inserting a finger vaginally or rectally and we're just assessing those muscles, the ligaments, um, your tone and how you contract and release those muscles. So we just don't do it during the first trimester, but we will do that during the second and third. And one of the biggest questions I get through my social media following is when should I go see them? And I say anytime at the end of your second into your third so that we can start going through that labor and delivery training
0: for you. What if a woman isn't comfortable with the pelvic exam? I know that it is pretty (laughs) an intimate experience. Should they still go see a pelvic floor physical therapist?
1: Yes, absolutely. So pelvic floor physical therapists, we take a lot of extra training in pregnancy and postpartum. So during my doctorate training, we maybe had two days of really learning about pregnancy and postpartum and i mean emily how many of us end up as mothers i don't know what that percentage is off the top of my head but most women become mothers a big percentage of us and once we have a baby we're always considered postpartum our bodies change after that pregnancy so pelvic floor pts we specialize in pregnancy and postpartum like i said and So even if you don't want to have that pelvic exam, if it's something you don't feel comfortable, we never force this on you. We always explain, we have our little pelvic model. We show you exactly what we want to do. Many times when women come in feeling like absolutely not. By the time I just gently explain what I would do, should you say yes? Most of the times they're on board. Now, if there is a history of sexual abuse or You know, emotional abuse, something that is just really closing them off to that idea of having a pelvic exam, there's still a heck of a lot of things that I can assess, and then I can help them um, heal from without doing that pelvic exam. So you're still welcome to come see us, us, even if it's something that you're a little bit scared of.
0: I know that when I was receiving my pelvic floor uh, physical therapy treatment, that I actually, I didn't need a pelvic exam for many, many months. In fact, I only got one once just to make sure everything was fine. But most of mine wasn't even, you know, internally. So there's obviously that opportunity there if if you're not comfortable with it. So how do women listening to this episode, how do they go about finding a pelvic floor physical therapist?
1: Okay, so all you have to do is a simple Google search, just type in pelvic floor physical therapy near me. Um, Other keywords would be women's health physical therapist but we use those interchangeably and there is also maybe i don't know emily if you can link this to your podcast but there is a search on pelvicguru.com where many of us choose to pay a yearly um subscription where we are listed on this website, but it also offers us a heck of a lot of continuing education. There's monthly webinars and there's a lot going on. So we're constantly learning. So therapists who are a part of this pelvicguru.com just tend to have a little bit more of that continuing ed and you know mindset to continue learning and to keep having the best and latest research for our patients.
0: Well I'll definitely link to that in the show notes and then also make sure I link to your social media page too, in case anyone's in the Orange County area, so then they can find you. And then lastly, how do you get a referral in order to see a pelvic floor physical therapist, or do you even need one?
1: Good question. So it's um, different. It varies by state, but we do have direct access now as physical therapists, meaning you can come see us without getting that referral immediately from your OB or family care doctor. So Emily, we're in California, and the rule here is you can come see a pelvic floor physical therapist for 45 days or up to 12 visits before needing a referral from a doctor. And usually the physical therapy office will just take care of that for you. And oftentimes you don't need to be seen for 45 days or you know 12 visits. So sometimes it's not even something that you have to stress about, but you can just call the physical therapy office that you're interested in going to, and they'll walk you through that process.
0: Well, great. Thanks so much, Betsy, for sharing all this wonderful information with us. And then stay tuned next week for when Betsy will talk about when you know how to return to exercise postpartum.